what's going on everybody welcome back hawk talk on melrose um gonna be a uh try not to be negative but it's gonna be a pretty uh negative podcast today as uh we'll get into um i was nine to six loss last night in champagne now disclaimer we're not gonna really talk much about the game i mean we will but it's this is not really gonna be a uh recap or reaction to the game it's more so we are going to get right into what needs to happen because change is a must so tyler what's up man how's your sunday go vikings they won again today they um, did so, yep uh but man i being an iowa fan right now is uh rough it's brutal it's 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 I never thought I'd say this. It's just, it's tough to watch right now. It really truly is. I, you know, we, we were texting back and forth last night during the game and we were talking even at halftime and we're like, I just don't get it. Right. We just, it's the same thing every week. And it's almost like it's getting progressively worse. And you just, it's hard to say that it's hard to think that it's getting worse each week. And it honestly is. And so you're right. Yeah, I know. I hate to be super negative here on a Sunday. Um, while defense played great, that's something that we knew we knew going into the game it was going to be a low scoring affair. And, you know, we were hoping that Iowa was going to be able to give themselves a chance to, to win the game by, you know, scoring at least an offensive touchdown. You probably give yourself a really good chance. Um, that proved to not be the case. So, yeah, yeah, I, I can't wait to get into it. Yeah. And, and, and the thing is, is like, I don't want to sound, because I think with like us, like we, I, I want to say we we've been spoiled, but with Iowa, you know where we're at, you know in the Midwest. I mean, we've been pretty lucky to have such good years, and you know I get it, it's one bad year, but I just think the reason why we're so frustrated as a fan base is because we see how good we can be with our defense, and all it takes is to have just a decent offense, and we've been saying this from for even last year. And so we're not asking for much. And that's why, like, I don't want people to think that, like, you know, because, right. like, yeah, we are. Kind of, I mean, I will admit, like, we we as Iowa fans, like, we have been pretty spoiled the last how many so years. Correct. But it's just annoying when um, we're not we're not, Cal- you know, I'm like, I don't know. I'm not trying to throw Colorado under the bus, but like Colorado, for example, has been not good for the longest time. And it's not like we're a team that consistently year in, year out is terrible. And we're sitting on this podcast complaining. Or like it's, Nebraska. I mean, that's or Nebraska. Amazing. Take yeah. take Nebraska in the Big Ten. There's a great example. We're not doing that. What we're saying is it's just such a waste of a great defense, of great special teams, of a really potentially a good team. And, you know, like you said, what we could be and what, what we should be, honestly, on offense is average at best. Yep. Or excuse, excuse me, at worst, average. And we're so far from that. And it's it is. It's frustrating. So all right, let's get right into it. So, Tyler, what do you know? What happened <clears throat> a year ago today? A year ago today, um, I I know the answer to this because I think I saw some on Twitter. But go ahead and tell me. We were ranked two in the country. Or- well, a year ago today was Iowa's uh, yes. game against okay. Penn State. Okay, a year ago, yeah. three hundred sixty-five days ago, we were number three in the nation, taking on the number four team in the nation. Big noon kickoff. Um, afternoon game, transition night game, huge game in Iowa City. Might might have been the biggest game, maybe not ever, but it was definitely up there because it was hyped all, up because yeah. of all the recruits that were there. 
you know, I think that's the reason why we landed Xavier, right? It was like that game. There were so many high-rated recruits there. It was just a huge game. Loudest game ever, yep. probably just crazy. And we won 23-20. Granted, you know, what's-his-name gets hurt for for Penn State, um, which, Clifford, you know, yeah. yeah, if he's you know, stays healthy that game, do we win? I don't know, but we won, so who cares? And, yeah, a couple of days later, we were number two in the nation. Now, did I really agree with that? Did I really think we were the number two team? No, but you know what? We don't decide the rankings. We were number two. So yeah. as an Iowa fan, we were we were having fun. We Since were. then, we are seven and seven overall. Six games with 10 or fewer points out of those 14 games. And we only have six offensive touchdowns, 16 offensive touchdowns in that span in 14 games. And you can make the case one of those offensive touchdowns was a garbage time touchdown against Michigan. So really we have 15 offensive touchdowns in that span, 14 games. Because if you go back and look, there's a couple games where we, like Illinois last year, we got 34 points. Uh, Minnesota, we got 24. Nebraska, we got 27. But a lot of it was special teams and defensive touchdowns. Correct. So if, if you're talking strictly offensive touchdowns, we have 16 yeah. in 14 games. And we're 7-7 seven and seven overall. And that's why. That's why our we a defense can only do so much for you. And uh, you you included the famous the famous photo that me and you had texted about last night that we oh. were we were pretty unhappy with seeing sitting in our living room experiencing oh, what yeah. we're experiencing during the game. And 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 I did. We texted each other at the same time. We're like, are you kidding me? I oh, think I, was I see fine in Iowa City. Correct. Yep. There you go. There you go. I mean that if that doesn't explain to me the the real the bigger issue that goes on here, which is it seems like they just don't care that that every like you said everything is fine. We are what we are. We're just going to keep doing doing what we do. It ain't working, man. Yep. And and you see this as a fan, and it just it's really really frustrating. It it's is really frustrating. And it and it kind of goes in with. Uh... I love the stat line at the bottom too. If you look at that. Three turnovers, Three turnovers to one, one and one, you're yeah. losing and end up losing the game. Losing it's, game. it's it's sad. It really is. By the way, Tyler, you kind you kind of look like Petrus. You have mentioned that before, and uh, while that may or may not be true, uh, I can probably throw a, a better ball than him. So just disclaimer. But continue. So, <laughs> yeah, I don't know. He's definitely not the answer. I'm to the point. He's got a big he, arm, Colin. Congrats. To the point. I'm to the point with Petrus where. We just, he's not good. And it's not his fault that he keeps having to get, go out there. So I'm not really even mad at Petrus. I, you know, he has a face. And this is what's bullshit is I love how he has a face to media every single week while Brian Ferentz can just hide yeah. and not have to, which I know assistant coaches don't, but it's just annoying. Cause so I, as much as like, I think Petrus is a terrible quarterback. I don't hate him as a person and I'm not right. going to sit here and just keep bashing on him. And cause right. it's just, it's, just simple. He's not gonna. He's not a well, good quarterback. And, and if you you look on Twitter last not night, his fault. He, yeah, you look on Twitter last night. And he has, you know, he's sitting up there at the press conference answering questions. He's got tears in his eyes, and he's saying how he's taking responsibility for the loss. The loss is on him, and he actually looks like he cares. Yeah. And then he, we're gonna move he, on to this quote, which you, you can all see if you're listening or yep. watching at home on YouTube. Um, you'll be able to see this. It's you know the the famous interview with. What's his name? David Eichel. I can't pronounce Yeah, David Eichel, um, 24-7 sports. He, he basically asks him, you know, 
again, would you ever consider a coaching change due to the fact that in every stat we're terrible, we're last or whatever the case may be. And his quote, if you can see it here is we won 10 games last year. Yeah. And it set Twitter a little bit of a blaze last it, night. It I set me say. off. I tweeted. It did. Because yeah. here's the thing. I get we won 10 games last year, but did, but did last year really feel like a 10-win season? It did Great not. Question. It felt like a 7-win season. Yeah. So I get we won 10 games last year. And then on top of this, we look how bad our offense was still last year. We were 120th in total offense, 117th in scoring offense. We were just very fortunate that, number one, we didn't have to play Ohio State and Michigan. <laughs> Correct. Uh, in, in Michigan State in the regular season. Number two, our defense and special teams were just that good. Um, they, they were scoring. Yes. Yes. And we got, like, in the month of November, we got awfully lucky, lucky a few times. Like, Illinois, we were down 10 0. If it wasn't for Charlie Jones kicking, yep. you know, a kick return, who knows how that game ends up. M- Nebraska, we were down 16 to 6. If it wasn't for that um, block punt block. to turn it into a touchdown. Yep. We probably lose that game. So, like, last year did not feel like a 10-win season, and our offense was still really shitty. And I wish I, – I give David Eichel props for asking that question. I wish he would have kind of carried on and, and maybe brought this up. Well, last year, you know, this happened, you know. So, I mean, how can you yeah. explain that? So, so in the 10 games that we won, we're not – I'm not talking about the fact that we're that we're necessarily winning or losing. We're just talking about one phase of football right now, which is our yeah. offense, which is the reason why we are struggling. We struggled last year, believe it or not. That's why when you go back to the Penn State game, nobody thought we were the number two team in the country. We didn't have an offense. Because, yeah, we didn't have an offense. We, we, we haven't played anybody that was up to that point besides a Penn State game that really, you know, was considered amongst, you know, some of the better teams in college football. And what would happen if we were to go play Ohio State? We would have gotten killed. Yeah. Well, look at Michigan in the – Look at Michigan. Correct. Big look at the Big Ten Championship. So, so I just – like – Iowa is the only program, and this is what frustrates me. Iowa is like really one of the only programs I think in the nation that is just not going to do anything. I mean, you saw today, just before this, Rutgers, they're firing their offensive coordinator. We saw Nebraska fire their head coach and their defensive coordinator. And look at these last two games. Their defense has actually looked pretty good. A Nebraska defense that was absolutely trash the first four games, they fire their D.C., and their de- their defense is looking pretty good. Wisconsin, they fire their head coach. They win what forty some to zero or thirty eight to zero yesterday. Um, yep. So yep. These teams are are firing. I mean, the Big Ten. There was another one today. Um, who was it? Oh, Indiana. They're they're firing their O line and run game coordinator. Uh, okay. today. So okay. Wow. And then you have us that we're just we're totally fine, and it and it's because. It's start. I mean, you could say it's Kirk, but it starts with Gary Barta. He just he's fine with how things. I mean, hey, we sold out every game. Uh, the program's making money. Like we're we're yeah. we're pretty consistent. So he's totally he's totally. Fine. Wait till next year about that. Yeah. I, I doubt we sell out every game next year. So yeah, if we don't make a change. And but. and the and this is just the frustrating part about all this to kind of wrap everything up. Don't, is, this this these stats are insane. Is yeah in our first six <laughs> games this year. Five out of the six opponents that we have faced, they have only scored ten points or fewer, and we're three and three. Tyler, if I told you before the season that because this this season kind of was kind of broken up into two seasons, you have the first six games by week, last six games. If I right. said in the first six games that we are going to hold hold five out of the six opponents to ten points or fewer, what is our record? 
with everything that they told me in the offseason well, about like, let's uh, just the, say offense, like the offense. Just, is yeah, yeah, like the offense. Thinking... Yeah, there, there's no reason that we don't go five and one at yeah, least. Yeah, that's what I'm thinking. right. Yep, minimum five and, and one, maybe six and zero. Oh, right, you give um, yourself a chance in that Michigan game. I think. Yeah, and we're three and three, and we're three and three. And I mean that, and we we're wasting. We, we could be we could be worse than three and three. So, fuck South, South Dakota State. I'm just saying that we won that strictly by our defense. So yeah, we should not have won that yeah. game. I'm just saying, looking back, you you can make an argument that we did not deserve to win that game. Yeah. So and and no offense to because I know there's some Iowa State fans listening, but we should not have lost Iowa State at home. I mean, both no, both teams no. aren't very good. I I will fully admit that. But we but just being at home, we should have won Correct. that game, right? Correct. And we had yeah. so many opportunities to block punts. Right, like right. them right. starting right. at the one yard line, having to go ninety nine yards. Like, come on, we we should not have lost that game. I'm still yeah. going to give credit to Iowa State for winning, but like that just, I mean, that's a game where it's just like, are you kidding me? So just all that kind of wrapped into one. So that's that's just the most frustrating part about all this is our defense. I'm not going to say is elite because we have seen that we are, you know, yeah. we're going to give up some plays here or there, but it's a real, it's still a really great defense. So it's a really good defense. They're and we top. They're top ten in total yards. They're yep. third in points in... per game, and they're third in uh, something else. I can't remember. It, it's it, statistically, it's a top. It's it's a top five defense in the country, and and you have literally a bottom five offense in the country, and we're three and three. Yeah. That's why and... our defense has won us three three out of the possible six games that we could have, they've held them to, and and we couldn't overcome the other three, right? That's, that's kind of how I look at it. The offense yeah. is our own worst enemy. I keep saying that, like the teams that we're playing, you look at that game last night and we lost to Art Sikowski, a backup quarterback. There was no Isaiah Williams in like the second half. Um, And they, they had a lot of we, injuries. A couple other did. guys were, were and, hurt yeah. too. And the offensive lineman, I think like, Dude, it just – it's so pathetic. Like, I don't know. So the title of this um, podcast is Changes a Must. And so I'm going to give you my three things, my three wishes. Uh, starting off, this isn't a, this isn't one of the three, but I, I want to – this kind of disclaimer here, as I don't want – when I say Changes a Must, I'm not really implying that I want Kirk ret- or fired. Um you know, if it has to come down to that at some point, then I guess it does. But I don't just want him fired because I think we are uh, one coaching higher away, like Nebraska, to be not a very good program. Like it all, that's all it takes. And I sure. do not, I do not trust Gary Barta worth of anything to hire a good uh, coach. So we could become like Nebraska. I mean, Nebraska had um, Bo Pelini. They were winning nine games ever so often. You know, yeah. 10, 11 games. And they fire him. He wasn't good enough. And then look at where they're at now. So, so that is the one thing. You do I'm run not, that risk, yeah. Yeah. So I'm not real. I'm not saying I want Kirk fired. And I think a lot of people that when they say we need a change isn't really wanting that. I think it's just it's it's no. something else. And this is what. So number one, make it aware that you know there's a problem that the problem is not acceptable, and we're going to work our ass out to figure thing figure this thing out. So like that is the first thing. So like yesterday when David Ico asked that question instead of being a coach speak or being trying to be a jackass and be stubborn, he should point out the problem and be like, yeah, this is, this is not, this is not it. I would feel so much better last night 
going to bed, if I heard Kirk in the presser being like, this, this just isn't it. We, I don't, this is not working. We, we have a bye week now. We are going to figure this thing out or we're going to try to at he, least. He, the only thing that I heard was he's just like, he goes, you know, obviously we're not very good right now, and, but then he quickly moves on from it. Yeah. And it, it's just and, like, own up to it, man. Yeah. Like own who, up to it. Who own knows up to deep it. down if he really is like that stu- Like if his ego or stubbornness is that, you know, there where he actually thinks there's not a problem. Like if that is like, cause who knows, maybe deep down he knows there's a problem. He just doesn't want to like say it. I, yeah. I have no idea. Number two, obviously get rid. You have to get rid of Brian Ferentz. I, I found this on the, on Google and this is so true because football is like a business, right? And it's like a family business. business. Yeah. yeah. Right. With this team anyway, family businesses will appoint family members into roles that they do not have the skill they're training for. This can yeah. have a negative effect on the sets of the business and lead to stressful working environment. So I found that on Google <laughs> because I know a lot of family businesses in the long run do not work out. Well, yeah, that's so the point. You, so when you type in like, why do family yeah. businesses not work out? And that first sentence, they will appoint family members into roles that they do not have the skill they're trained for. Let's be honest. Was Brian Ferentz really, uh, did you think he really had the experience and skills to be offensive coordinator? He was, right. a, he was an O-line coach. But not only that, but remember what what I I'm, I keep forgetting about this, and you might forget about this too. He became the quarterbacks coach, no, a I, position that he no, didn't I said that play. Correct. I told so, you this season. I said this is either going to be really good or really bad. That he's going to also now be the quarterbacks coach, directly working with a with a quarterback that struggles. So yeah. this is a hand in hand type of situation, like quarterback, offensive coordinator. Like they are attached at the hip right now. As, as yep. the quarterback's coach. So, correct. This is it's, – and we are seeing the results of what this is doing now. Yeah. Correct. So, with Brian Ferentz, I want to I point this out. I get it. It's Kirk Ferentz's offense, Ken O'Keefe, Greg Davis, Brian. It's all been about the same. Like, there hasn't – I mean, so, at the end of the day, it's Kirk Ferentz's offense. But Brian still calls the plays. I mean, mo- I mean, I would, yeah. I would assume anyway. I mean, maybe Kirk maybe calls some of the I, – I don't know. But I would assume yeah. Brian has yeah. full control of calling every play. And yep. man, once in a while, he'll have a good, maybe half a p- good play calling. Maybe he'll have a good game. I mean, Ohio State 2017, 2019 Holiday Bowl, but very far and few in between. So that first drive, you we go right down the field. I love, I'm loving that first drive because going in the game, Illinois' defense is not, or no, I shouldn't say, is actually pretty damn good. And you knew that they were going to, be able to stop us if we were just lining up in I formations with Monty Potabom. You just knew that was going to happen. So what do we do? We kind of we come out kind of spreading the spreading them out, shotgun formations, a lot of motions with Arlen, Nico, and we went right down the field. And I yeah. loved it. And I was about ready to text you or maybe the group chat. I was gonna say, like, man, I'm loving this play calling. But the minute I was really typing that out and then that that dry or the the three possessions down by the end zone where uh we run the football which is fine whatever and then we try to do that shovel pass to um Laporta, Laporta and then it was a third and 14 that I have a major problem with where yeah. we just settle for three and I get it points are a premium uh because both defenses are good but but the number one you- the, the, the biggest issue is why Gavin he's not even our best running back why is he right I mean we're gonna run the football Run it with two of our better running backs. So why are we running with Gavin? But number two, you got two tight ends that are six foot four, six foot five. Um, 
throw the ball in the end zone. Yes, I get it. You intercept it, but who fucking cares? They're going to get yeah. the ball then at like the 20 yard line or maybe hell, yeah. maybe five, 10 yard line with our deep. Like you just, yeah. you have to, I don't get And People were defending it. I, I, I do not defend that at all. I don't defend it either. I told you, I said, I saw some on Twitter was like, you can't tell me. And I completely agree. It's like, you can't tell me that a six foot four and five Sam Laporta, Luke Lachey running, trying to get a matchup where they can get like one-on-one with a corner or a safety to try to complete like a 50 50 ball in the, in the corner of an end zone, isn't a higher percentage than us just handing the ball off. What did that do? Did nothing. And, and did like that, we said, don't even, we're not good at running the football. So what were we do? We're just, just a waste of down. The only time it, we're, and, and just, the only time we're really run, good at running the football is when we have LaShawn or Caleb in there. Correct. So I, I think me and you have football, said it. We're we're kind of over Gavin a little bit. I you know I, I hate to say it. I just I haven't seen the production. Um, you know it seems like he's in there for more like just to kind of. I, I just feel like he should just be in there like as blocking or like to maybe spare them if they're tired or you know maybe get a shot when they're injured. But you you can just tell when Caleb Johnson, Lashawn Williams have the ball in their hands that they're much more dynamic and explosive, and you just feel so much more optimistic that they could actually score i just yeah. don't feel like when gavin's in i just don't i don't think we're gonna we're gonna do much and we haven't so yep another problem i had was we had multiple third and longs where we had and we were talking about this where we had monte a fullback lining up in the backfield running routes so not only was oh he just, you know i would get it if like you know he was blocking because our office line's trash and we had the running back going out but he was running routes and our fullback was or in our running back was blocking like i don't i don't get I, that why Okay, number one, my, like, why is he running routes as a defense? You have I, you he he gives you zero worries. And if goes- if and really quick, if anything, Colin, isn't this the time where we have him stay in for pass blocking? That's what I'm saying. Yeah, because our offensive line sucks. So and then, and then the best thing he's probably good at is blocking. Like, and then you and then you have the is running it that back hard go out on routes. I, I don't. This, get, I, it goes back to like. Playing our best players, and I said that. Do you remember that episode it began before the season when I um, laid out like the four groundworks of to have a better offense, and one of them was like playing your best players and getting the ball in your best players' hands. And so far, we we don't we haven't really done that. We're we're playing players that shouldn't be out there. Third and long, third and fourteen. No, we have Monty Potterbaum. You think Alabama is doing that? Do <laughs> you think Ohio State is doing that? I'm not saying, and when we're an offense is never going to be better as good as those offenses. I'm not saying that, but I'm just saying, no, like, but you know, no other just, team is lining up their fullback running routes on third and long. It doesn't why not just, happen. Why not just punt on third down at that point? Seriously, I, and I'm not kidding when I say that. It, we are to the point where why not just punt on third down? Why are we even wasting another opportunity on offense to to do that? What are we doing? It, I mean, it's about it, you know, it's not going to work. It doesn't work. It, you, you, like you said, what he's he's literally a waste of 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 space out there. You can't tell me that Caleb Johnson running that route for Monty Potabom is going to be a better option. Like this is it, it's just a joke. It is a joke. And if you looked at the route concept, it's such a short route concept when we're third and fifteen that it's like, what are we doing? Yeah, he goes down. I, he goes down. The he literally goes up the middle of the up in between the offensive linemen. And does a little out route for like five yards. Yeah. It it's just so sad. It's annoying. I don't know. Um, this is uh the drive right before half <sighs> where we were where we were moving the ball. 
And at this point, you kick a, you you get a touchdown here, you make a 13 to 6 going to half with the ball coming out of half or even a field goal, chances are pretty likely that we might win this game. And we decide yeah. to do a trick play because we can't even do normal plays right, so we're going to do a trick play. And the the mate okay, the biggest problem I have with this play, well actually two. Number one, why are we running the football when when time is kind of at a premium, right? Like we only have 28 yeah. seconds to really work with. I know we have two timeouts, but man, 28 seconds is not that much. So that's number one. But number two, why is Nico the one running this? Why is this not Arlen Bruce? Like I don't I know. you like th- that going back to like these plays that we're utilizing running. our best players yes. in, in these type of plays. Yeah. I... And this play is such a high risk, high reward where, yeah, your high reward is he gets five, 10 yards or maybe the first down, but it's so risky that you're like, this is going to happen where you get behind you, the sticks. Do you want to run this, this play for us, Colin, really quick? Well, this is just a pitcher. Is, oh, okay. Yeah. All right. I got you. The way the play was designed too, it's like he passed it. Not behind him, but in front of him, I, it looked awkward to me. I don't even know if it was – I mean, maybe it was how it was supposed to be designed. It just – it looks super awkward trying yeah, to run this I, play. I don't – And we, we are clearly not it. running it with our best players either, yeah, which is confusing. And this this play literally gave us – gave up three three points for us because yeah. it took – I mean, we were still in field goal range. He should have made the kick. I'm not saying that. But it, but it essentially took us out of field goal range kind of because it was like a minus 10-yard loss. Well, you almost oh. wonder too if you look at this picture. Yeah, seventy-eight is out here blocking no one, and there's this number ninety that's going to destroy Nico Regani. I just wonder too, is that is this yeah. just a busted play? I, I don't know. It, is, I, well, I, it was a busted play because yeah, if that number, if 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 whoever needs to be blocking number ninety there, uh, you could see the open space. If he gets past number yeah. ninety, he's going to get like five yards maybe. But I just I still it, don't like that play call. No. Horrible, horrible play call in that moment. We yeah. had and, and we had three points. We had three and you and points are at a premium with this team. And we, we have shot ourselves continuously in the foot. I saw a tweet. It's like, we are the, yeah. we're the, we're the number one team in the country at getting negative yardage plays. And it's so yep. true. Here's another one. This was like, look at this beginning of the fourth quarter at this point. Oh my we're God. We're to the point where whoever yeah. scores next is probably going to win the football game. And we're For actually sure. driving here. We're at the 38 yard line. We get what ten more yards. We're in field goal range, and we're this drive. We once again we were driving this drive. We we didn't start at like the fifty. I mean, I think we started at like the thirty yard. I mean, we we started yeah. back and we were driving, and we decide to, this isn't really a trick play, but we decide to do once again another high risk, high reward play. Why are we doing this if we can't even run normal plays? Why are we trying to do these these high risk, high reward plays? I don't get it. I mean, look at how he catches it. We are it. six yards behind the line of scrimmage, scrimmage when he catches this ball. Maybe yep. even more if he backs up towards it. There, you can't tell me that in, that that an a competent offensive coordinator calls a play where we're throwing it as even a screen seven potentially seven to eight yards behind the line of scrimmage. It, what what are we doing? It makes I, zero sense. Because because you run a normal play there, and let's say it gets nothing. Well, it's third down and six. Probably and, third and four. Like, yeah. third, manageable. You, you you just ruined your drive. And like you said, we no. were driving. Is it that hard? It's like it's you just so, have to ask yourself. Yeah. I, I you just and I I make fun, but it's like seriously, it's like sometimes it's like, man, I know not to call that play. 
Like, this does that is... make me more qualified? I right. don't know. You just ask, you just, you joke about it, but sometimes you just wonder if it's true. Yeah. This is uh taken, obviously this doesn't take into account the fourth quarter, about one point, our first eight drives, five out of the eight drives produce negative yards. Isn't that, and, and you look at this here, uh, we this is the tur- two turnovers that Illinois had. Illinois, we started at the Illinois 35. Yeah. We're already in field goal range practically, and we go three plays minus six yards, so we have to punt. Yeah, and then the fall, and then they fumble it. The fall, the next play, or yeah, or the next drive, and we get the ball at the five yard line, minus four plays minus four yards, and we have to kick a field goal. It's just, it's just classic. So in in two, you're 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 telling me in two possessions where our special teams and defense came up amazingly huge. Yep. We combined for negative 10 yards on offense. That's the, the that, that is drive. that is unacceptable in college yep. in, in any in any you know level of sports, but like you you're in college football and this is what we're doing. Okay. Yeah. Like, and no. then the two drives where we actually, you know, like this first drive, 59 yards, we can't we can't get the touchdown or this drive convert. right here. Sure. 10 52. No. And then we do, we try to do that trick play and it gets blown up and then we have to try to kick a field goal that we miss. So it's just, it's so annoying. Um, and we've got one, two, three, four, just in this screen here, there's four, three and outs. I mean, it, you know, it, that's another thing. We're terrible. We're terrible on third down. We put ourselves yeah. well, and when you're getting negative yardage, clearly you're not going to convert third downs, but it's just every stat is so crazy, but for like me and you now, six weeks, we're like used to it. Like we're yeah, like we're... not even shocked anymore. We're That's shocked right. when we go for 10 plays, 59 yards, which is common to most teams. Yet for us, it's like, oh my God, we actually got three points. Holy cow. Yep. Congrats, Iowa. And then we followed up with three plays, six yards, three plays, negative 11 yards, three plays, negative six yards, four plays, negative four yards. Like, are you joking right now? That's insane. Uh, another thing I played, I didn't, I didn't include the slide, but um, that the the Quinn Schulte interception, we start at the one yard line, and I get, you know, you want to do a QB sneak, you know, get out a little bit, but we do two QB sneaks in a row, and and that just tells me that we were okay with punting the football again and playing yep. the field position game. Yep. And it's like, I like and that's another just that just like horrible play calling. I get you, maybe the first, yeah, first down play, you you do a QB sneak, maybe get two or three yards, can you know get a little bit of cushion, but. Then we do another QB sneak. It's like, are we wanting to win this game or are we well, okay you, with Yeah, I mean, you ask, you ask yourself, Colin, this is the same. Really, this is identical to last year. We just pointed out the stats, how we were on offense last year. But what was the difference? We won last year, yeah, right? we won. So, and we almost won last kind of a, Think about correct. that. Think about if that fumble wouldn't have been, you know, Riley Moss would have won a touchdown. And, and maybe that wouldn't, you know – it would have been great that we won, but once again, maybe it's to the point where, you know, I was going to say, start I, losing you know, some of these games to maybe actually see a real change. I'm not trying to be cynical. I don't wish for Iowa to lose games. I would never wish that. I just think the way that we're playing, I am not going to be mad that we are, we're not coming out on top with a victory, the way that we're playing right now. And and that's where, like, if you want, like you said, if you want real change to happen, maybe we have to go four and eight for that to happen. I don't know. I mean, seriously, it's to the point now where I start looking ahead. We might beat Northwestern. 
Yeah, we'll maybe. we'll get into that. I have the schedule here soon. That we'll okay. we'll get we'll get right. into all that. Um, and then my third and final wish. So I had my first one, which was like just account, you know, accountability, uh, saying to yourself, yeah, we need to change. And then this is the last one, the third one. KF swallows his pride, eagle stubbornness, and gives a new OC, whoever it is, if we actually even hire a new OC, full control of the offense. I keep saying this to you. Um, yeah. I don't care if we hire. I don't care who we hire. It's going to be the same offense until Kirk actually, once again, swallows his pride, his ego, and stubbornness and lets whoever the new OC is full control yeah. of the offense. Yep. Until that happens, it's – That or, uh, or or what what you said you don't wish to happen is to Kirk to obviously get fired or or whatever. But if he – unless he's out or he – like you said, he, he finally releases full control. control it's, you will see, no matter who's in an offensive coordinator – you will see a similar style yeah. of offense. We've seen it for ever. So here's the thing, too. Like, let's just say Kirk went out and, fi- and and found like a decent offensive coordinator that was, you know, well respected, whatever. And he told him like, "You're gonna have full control." The thing is, is like Iowa has like the pieces to have a decent offense. Like, you you do hundred percent. You go in the portal. You you would need to find maybe another receiver. Um, now this is this this is if Keegan and Arlen stay because I have a hard time believing I, I feel like they're both going to leave this year i just here's the key though summer. i i think that they they need to be they need to be told that they're getting a new offensive coordinator yeah or I, something I really or something but even with those two back like i still think like we would need to get like another receiver in the transfer portal we would yeah. never get a like a proven really good receiver because who would want to come to iowa but you know there has to be a, a someone out there that's unproven that's good but just unproven right you get someone like that hell if you're if you do not feel good about Labus or some of the quarterbacks coming in, then you got to go out in the portal and get a quarterback. Offensive line is terrible. It's young, but it's not very good. Maybe you need to go in the portal and get one or two offensive linemen. Um, but other than that, like you, we have the pieces in place, like as an OC coming in, if whoever came in, like you have decent running backs. Like I, I would, I would take Caleb and, and LaShawn and I mean, they're good running backs. So it starts right there. If if obviously Keegan and Arlen stay, you have a good group of of receivers. Um, yeah. You're always going to have good tight ends at Iowa. Like we have the pieces. It's not like our our offensive personnel is just terrible because it's really not that. It's just everything else that's kind of involved. The only thing I will say that is terrible is the quarterback, but everything else is in the offensive line. But yeah, you at least have the pieces. There's key pieces. To, you you have to, you have a building. You have the building blocks. Yeah, yeah, for sure. You have the foundation. And yep. and you just need to kind of add a tweak a few things here or there. What I'll say is I agree with you. We need to go out in the transfer portal, but that doesn't that everything against Kirk Ferentz and what Kirk, he believes yeah, in. That's so like exactly. And again, that's a complete mindset shift. And I feel like now with it's never gonna happen with the way it is, like if he doesn't adapt, you know, adapt adapt to the times, if he's not able to do that, like you said, this might not just be a you know, this year and last year, this might be a, a theme for the foreseeable future. I really hope it's not, but it's, it's he like has to be able saying, to adapt Tyler, to college football. I either don't know. die a hero or live long enough to see yourself become a villain. And with Kirk, I mean, it's, yeah, I, I don't want that to happen. No, but, I don't either. And like either. this thing could really, this yeah. thing could really get ugly. I mean, because you, you're going to, you might potentially lose some good recruits. You might lose some guys in the transfer portal. Things could go really south. And yeah. it could be a rough for couple what? Of years. For what? His pride? I mean, that's yeah, the, that's what you have to ask yourself. It's like, for what? You, 
and 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 it's like you know you get these people that you know just say like well what do we know we're just fans we know what well, we what we know is we know it's not working can we can we try can we see the ability to try something different yeah can exactly. i just ask this that's, that's can all I, I can, can I, last night i would have loved to just see like a game like that nothing's been really working besides throwing it to sam laporta or at some point, sorry, not just last night, but any time this season. When is Padilla not a thing? I, I just, I just don't get it. What, you can't what, tell me he's worse than what we have out there. From what I, I've heard from multiple rumors, I don't know if this is true, but sounds like he, he's kind of just, he doesn't even want to play. Is from what I've heard. Um, I just don't know just, if that can be possible. I, yeah, why would I they keep him on the team though? Like, I, I, I don't, don't know, but I've heard that from multiple people that know people in the program that he just doesn't practice well enough and and he's stays just, he's just he's just over i he, mean he's just, he's just over, over it. It. yeah and he that he'll come in when he absolutely has to or what yeah i don't know i i really don't know the full thing but there, there is there, is I'm, i mean i'm there. not i'm not wishing peters to get injured but there was a potential play last night where i thought he was going to be knocked out when he got targeted and or well technically not targeting but basically a personal foul penalty um I, I thought he was going to have to come out of the game for a little bit. And I was like, well, maybe this is the time we're actually going to see Padilla. Well, obviously we didn't, he wasn't, yeah. you know, knocked out of the game or anything like that, but I just, I don't, I don't get it. I don't know. We, I just, we, 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 took we don't two, even play. Or, we don't even try different players no. to, to it's just at this point, I just don't even know anymore. We didn't, we didn't tack down the middle of the field or we didn't throw the ball down the field one time last night, like long nope. ball. Nope. One time we didn't, nope. we didn't do that. Go back to the Nevada game. We did it like six or seven times. I was like, wow, maybe, maybe we nope. are going to. It was just Nevada, Con. Yeah, it was yep. just Nevada. So let's take a look at the stats here real quick. I don't even really want to talk about this game. Offense sucked. Defense was good. Story yeah. of Iowa's lives and every game. But um, yeah, with stats, terrible again. I think the penalties is one thing too, where it's like, man, Iowa, usually under Ference, we don't have that many penalties. And most of these penalties it's becoming are, a problem. are on the offense. And yeah. it's it's really not so many holds. Limiting us. Yeah, it, it's um, ridiculous. And then they had three turnovers. If I would have told you before the game, hey, Illinois is gonna have three turnovers. And I know we had one, but it's at the it was at the that, end of the game. So no. yeah. yeah. So Doesn't if I would have said Illinois, three it was three turnovers, to zero at the time. Yeah, you say we win easily. Hundred percent. You say we win like twenty-one to seven, probably or whatever the case. The was announcers, about. the announcers announcing the game last night, Colin, were like shocked. They're like, they're like, yeah, no, if you win the turnover batter three to zero, you you know usually are winning pretty handily. Yeah. But, but you know Illinois defense, they you're trying to give Illinois defense credit, and it's just like, no, don't give them too much credit. Our offense is that bad, guys. It's okay. Yeah. So this came out today, scoring offense. We are now 127th in the nation, 14.7. And a lot of it was because, it was because of our defense. Um, oh, I think, okay, yeah. So like this year, how many touchdowns have we scored? So first game, zero. Iowa State game, one. Nevada, three. So we're up to four. Um, Rutgers, one. No, so Rutgers, have, two. Did we get? Did we score two? Yeah, the, the – uh, Dejean pick six. No, and I'm then... talking offensive touchdowns. Oh, offense. Sorry, yeah. I'm talking defensive. So, yeah, so okay. four, and then one sorry, at Rutgers. So we're at so five, and then if you want to count, okay, two at Michigan. But if you want to count the, if you don't want to count the garbage time, we have six offensive touchdowns this year. But if if you count that garbage time touchdown, we have seven. 
total yeah, offense. Okay, so we seven are, seven touchdowns. We are in dead six last games. to Colorado State, who is one and four. I think they finally won this week against Nevada. So yeah. um, we are dead last. But once again, there's no problem though, according to Ferentz. I mean, no, nothing, and, nothing. And that here's the thing, Colin. We we would beat Colorado State like like fourteen to zero. And like that is the saddest thing I would ever hear. Ever yeah, hear in my life. Colorado State is awful. awful Massachusetts but, is awful. But, New Mexico but, is awful. We all these teams. We would literally beat them like like seventeen nothing. Yeah, maybe twenty one nothing. And it's so sad, right? Like these these are the bottom of the barrel type of teams right now. And you see Iowa mixed in with like UAB and you know Utah State, Colorado State. It's just it's bad right now. It's bad yeah. times. Um, resident offense. I, I, I really just want to show this because we're obviously last or almost at last again, we're at 66%. But the thing that I just find so funny is we've only had 12 red zone attempts. You look at some of these other schools that are terrible having yeah. almost double than we are. I mean, that's just pathetic. Northwestern who is one in five and just got their butts kicked, uh, against Wisconsin yeah. has 20 has red zone 20. attempts has, has eight more than us. Talking about Colorado State, they only have six. That's how bad of a football program Colorado State is, and they're still ahead of us in total yardage. I mean, that's just terrible. Well, and they're they have even one more red zone passing touchdown than we do, and half the attempts. So, I mean, how we don't. We, touchdowns we, do we have one, one, God, one. So we have one passing joke. touchdown in the red zone. We we Such we when joke. we get to the twenty yard line, Colin, it is almost a guarantee we are kicking a field goal, obviously, yeah. or we shoot ourselves in the foot where we punt. So Seriously, we, we end the, up punting. The, if, if you don't like to gamble, but you want to make some money, the best bets is always taking Iowa under, oh, unless you're playing I, Ohio State. Yep. And then you go to the live bet section, and every time we have the ball, and if we get into like the 30, 20-yard line, just just put down that the, we're going to kick a yep. field goal. And you, you're going to make the odds are going to be decent, or eh, maybe maybe not. So Probably not. But, but you're yeah. still going to make some money You'll because make money. more times than not, we're just going to kick a field goal. Um, yeah. And then this is just scoring defense. We're still ranked third in the country. Um, Illinois, number one. Hey, Minnesota we have here in about a month. That's not going to be a win. Um, and no. then total defense, we actually fell a little bit, but we're still top 10. So yeah. where do we go from here? Well, we got Ohio State on the board. <laughs> that's going to be a great win. I'm just kidding. Um, uh, so we'll probably know tomorrow, actually, what time that's at. It doesn't – at this point, I so for no. the longest time, I was like, oh, I'm hoping it's 11 a.m. game. But now it's like I don't even really care because we're not gonna we're gonna get blown out regardless. Let's let's hope it's an eleven a eleven a.m. game. That way it gets done and over with very quickly. Yeah. Let's just true. say that. Or let's just hope it's a Friday night game. What about that? <laughs> let's get, it, get it really over and done with. Knowing knowing us, it'll be maybe not like you know the ABC you know game of the week, Gotta but it'll be not. it'll be yeah. You know, well, that I don't want to be on of. national TV. That's the thing. It'll be big noon kickoff, or it'll be just wait, just you wait, and it'll be it'll be bad. I yeah. don't know. So we're gonna be three and four going in Northwestern. Correct. Home, home game, and Northwestern is a very winnable game. But against Northwestern, they're always they always play us good, and so it would not it would no especially this yeah. year it would not shock me if they. It's beat not us. a like, winnable it's, game. It's no. it, it's a very winnable game. Sorry, it is not a chalk it up as a yeah. win game. There is not a single opponent on here. You look that at the I last confident in. ten years with Northwestern. I mean, I think we're. I, I want to go back and look at the record, but we. I'm pretty sure they are. They are winning. You know, the record wise against yeah. us. I mean, they just have our number. 
Um, and then at Purdue, that's a loss because we're not going to, that's going to be like a track meet where you're going to have to keep up with them. Well, and because I've you know they're going to put up points. Yeah, we're not beating Purdue until we no. beat Purdue. And and this is this isn't even like when our offense, I knew our offense was gonna be like what it was. Um expect Charlie Jones to have a heyday. Um yeah. one We're gonna put up at least twenty points. And so can our offense yeah. match? And I don't think so. So that's a loss. No. Wisconsin at home, maybe a week ago I felt a little bit better, but then you just saw what they did against I mean, they're gonna play inspired football now. 100%. Uh with Newton, you know, uh Leonard or whatever his name is. Yeah, and, Jim Leonard. Yep. So that's not going to, and, and they have our number two. So, yeah. cause they play the same style as us. They just do it a little bit better than us. So they're going to probably win. We're not going to beat Minnesota. Minnesota is actually a good football team, despite them losing last week, but they're still a good football team. Their defense is once again, number two in the, in the nation. And we're, how is our offense going to score against them? And you know, they're going to put up some points and then Nebraska at home to finish off the year and Nebraska for how bad they've been the last five years, they've kept it pretty damn close against us every single year. So that's not Think about this, Colin. The, the streaks of Iowa State, Minnesota, Nebraska might all come to an end in all one yeah. year. Think Which, about that. Once That's again, crazy. You know, if that and has that, to happen, that has to happen. I and agree. Going to next year, and like I said, you know, kind of – I'm not saying blow it all up, but it, it will be uh, a very good um, thing going into next year that, yeah, things need to change. Because I, yeah. I think what happened was – we were so content in the offseason. I mean, yes, they said we're, you know, some changes, but I think we were so content because we won 10 games last year, made it to the Big Ten Championship game. Yes, we got our, you know, butts kicked, but we still made it there. West Division champions. Yeah. Uh, Played a very good Kentucky team or decently, and we almost won. So they were just, I just felt like they they were, they just felt content. You know, look, I mean, we, we did just yeah. fine. And let's know, just replicate what we did last year play really good defense to special teams hope that they can get us you know some more opportunities yeah. to turn the ball over and then our offense like what we always say is probably obviously what they're hoping we just have to be average well, average um they knew how bad we were in the offseason yeah. they 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 saw this in practice like this is not some like breaking news here to this coaching staff or even probably the players Going into this year, they're the ones that know, like, oh, my God, we are going to be very bad. Do you remember my before the season when I brought this up? And and I don't you might have agreed with me or not, but remember I had this kind of theory or not, maybe not theory, but I felt this is kind of my theory of why Charlie Jones left. He left right after the spring game. And I think it's oh, yeah. he, he left because he he did the entire spring. You know, he went through spring practice with the spring game. And I think he was just like, wow, it's the same. It's yeah. going to be the same. And why? why they, players know. I oh, mean, yeah, I, players I know. get it. Purdue obviously probably did some recruiting and, you know, yeah, all this sure. stuff. But I really, that, that was the, when he left, that was the first thing I thought of. And I text, I remember texting Austin. Oh, you're right. That, <laughs> and then I mentioned it in the podcast. I was like, I really have this feeling that the reason why he left is because he truly knows that it's going to be the same offense and sure enough yeah it's yep. it's the same but even worse but even worse we we um you know you're exactly right he he looked at the situation and goes nothing that we're doing is different and yeah, it's is going to be successful and i'm sorry i want to get the football thrown to me but also i want to win and I think he's like, how how likely is it that we're going to replicate what we did on defense and special teams last year to get us a 10-win decision? Yeah, no way. Exactly. So, yeah. And this is another frustrating part, looking at the Big Ten standings. You know, once again, if we had a decent offense with our defense, you know, we win the West easily this year because the Big Ten West is not very good. The fact that 
Illinois is lead in Nebraska, a team that they just hired the coach like three weeks ago and got their butts kicked against a bad Oklahoma team who lost to a very bad Northwestern team who lost to a Georgia Southern team that has lost. Like they're like one in, or they have like one or two wins. Like yeah, they're tied for first place. Are you kidding me now? Obviously there's a lot of season left. They're not going to win the West. I mean, they, they got a pretty tough schedule, but right now, as we stand, like the fact that they are tied right. for, for winning the West. I mean, that shows how bad the West is and the fact that, and and for how good our offense is, for how bad, oh, I just I don't get it. In a in a year where Wisconsin's very beatable, in a year yeah. where all these teams are beatable, all, really every yeah no in in every year or sorry every team is beatable like this. It's just it's it's extremely you know frustrating to to be where we're at and um. You know, I, I hate to be the bearer of bad news, and obviously this is no shock, but it's, you know, we're, we're going to finish at the bottom of the Big Ten this year, you know, within the bottom two, three for sure. I just – I can't see otherwise right now. Um, our offense is that bad where we will lose almost probably every other game. And I, I hate to say it. I hate to be such a negative fan. I just can't see – if we do what we did last night against Illinois – what makes you think, like you said, are we we're gonna be able to beat Purdue, Minnesota, Wisconsin? I, I, it's just there's just no way. So yeah. we, I mean, maybe I'm wrong. Maybe I'm wrong. And, maybe five maybe we surprise a team and we somehow have a weird random game where our defense goes nuts and we 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 win a game. I, I great, but it's not gonna be because of our offense. Yeah, there's just no way. Obviously. I mean, I I really think yeah, what maybe one or two more. I mean, five and seven. Mm. If, if I would have to go, to it's the, the max. Yeah, yeah, I think. I would go four um, and eight, but yes, I agree. So look around the Big Ten West real quick. Nebraska obviously won Friday night, fourteen to thirteen. Man, I mean they were down thirteen zero and what happened at the end of that game? What was the, the there was like some animosity at the end of that game, wasn't oh, there? Or something? Yeah, their their players were like I didn't catch it. I was just curious. It, it was just oh. yeah, it's like classic. It's like Oh, it's like yeah, Jesus. like they've won something. Yeah. Right. Uh, yeah, yeah. But but man, you gotta give them I mean, I guess props, you I, know, yeah. going from Give them credit. They were down big early and they yeah. came back. They're down what 13 nothing or something. Yeah. And and their defense, yeah. like I said, is playing way better after they fire their def- defensive coordinator. It's true. It's true. Um Purdue, Maryland, that was a great game. I, I don't yeah. know how big time Fox are. We were talking about the big noon kickoff, why they didn't go to that game. Um, oh. but that was a great game. Purdue's a good I mean, they're I really thought, okay, so they they weren't looking very good, and I really thought they were gonna start like Oh, win three yeah. in the Big Ten because they obviously lost to Penn State, but I did not think they were going to beat Minnesota, and I did not think they were going to go on the road and beat Maryland. And and give them props, they've won two in a row. Very impressive on the road at Minnesota, yeah. on the road at Maryland. That's very impressive. I think, yep. like I said, right now Purdue's kind of the team to beat. Well, number one, they they beat the other team that I think might win the West, Minnesota. So they already own the tiebreaker there. So they yep. might be the team if they can continue to play well. They will probably be the team. They play Nebraska this weekend. I I fully expect Purdue to to beat Nebraska. I think Nebraska is going to come down to earth here pretty soon. Um, and then man, Wisconsin 42 to seven against Northwestern. I think this is more on Northwestern than Wisconsin, man, like Northwestern, yeah. just a terrible, I mean, like what, I mean, we're, we're talking change with us. I mean, what do they do with Pat Fitzgerald? I mean, man, it's, it's been rough the last two years for them. Three and nine yeah. last year, this year, one and five. They just, they have no, 
just nothing to to, to yeah, cheer about. As I say, there's nothing to really hang their hat on besides some new a new stadium coming in the future. Yeah. That's about it. Um, and then yeah, yeah. Ohio State the team that we face in two weeks killed Michigan State, which was expected. Michigan State's pretty damn bad. And man, you got to feel for Michigan State. Um, that huge yeah. contract, Mel Tucker, not looking too hot. And then Michigan um, kept it close in the first half, but really turned it on in the second half and, you know, cruised Indiana 31 to 10. So I think it's safe to say, safe to assume it's going to be Ohio State, Michigan um, for the battle of the Big Ten East. Um, Can we get to the point where Big Ten West doesn't even make it to the championship game and it's like Ohio State, Michigan rematch because that's going to be a way better game than seeing Ohio State play Purdue or Ohio State play Minnesota because you know it's going to be like a – I know. Well, this is where it's like 30 point win. Yeah, I know. It's like it, now, now that we're, you know, basically out of it, it's just now you wish there was no divisions and yeah. it was just like based off of record. Right. Like exactly. The fact that it we do have divisions and we are in the easiest division of all and we are what we are is even more depressing and sad, but that's probably another story for another time. So yep. <laughs> <laughs> um, some other games than yesterday. There's just two other games I just picked. TCU oh, Kansas, hell of great a game. game, great game. Yep. That um, was that was fantastic to watch. It, it annoys me because that quarterback for TCU, Max Duggan. from yep from Iowa, mm, we talked about it last podcast. Maybe or maybe major dual threat. And... Yeah, in fact, like, mm. can you imagine if we had him? But of course, yeah. we would, we would never want him because why? Why would we want yeah. a dual threat quarterback? Um, I mean, Kansas State, Iowa State. Um, I will say this with Iowa State. And because I know I have some people that listen to this up podcast that are Iowa State fans. <clears throat> I think, yeah, 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 I mean, your team's not very good, but you can't be too mad because you almost kind of expected. I mean, you yeah. lost pretty much everybody from last year. Right. Very young football team, start new starting quarterback. Like, I mean, let's be real. I, I thought they were going to be decently good this year because they're, they always perform better under the radar. Yeah. But yeah. I mean, this is kind of expected. I mean, I didn't think they would start on three in the big 12, but three and three. They, I mean that, so, I don't yeah. know. They finished, if they finished six and six or something, I think that's, that's kind of a win because for how young of a team, they how are. young of a team and they're in all these games. I mean, they, they have a great defense. Like you hold Kansas state to 10 points. I mean, that's, that's pretty damn good. Very impressive. And the, the big 12 is known for offense and yeah. Iowa state does have a pretty dang good defense. You, the, you have to admit. The so problem with they, Iowa like state you said, I, I think schedules. Yeah, go ahead. Tough. Oh, it doesn't get very it. Tough. it it gets so much harder from here on out. Yeah. And that's where, you know, you know, like Iowa state in a way reminds me of like Iowa this year. It's like good defense, um, probably going to be in a lot of your games, but yeah, the offense just right now for Iowa state is not, it's not clicking either, but wow. like you I, said, they have a brand, brand new, brand new young quarterback that is only going to get better. And they have a lot to look forward to future wise. I feel like, so, yeah. you know, it's, and like, it's, it's not like you're, you know, sitting here being like, "Oh my God, we're gonna be just terrible next year." It's like, no, you're gonna, you'll be, you'll be competitive. Yeah, and like the Kansas game, they should have won that game. Should have won that game. Um, yeah, and that was without their running back. I mean, he right. got hurt like the first game, the first play. Right. Should have won that game, and then yeah, like last night, they had every opportunity. I mean, they could easily be two and one right now in the Big Twelve, and and things yeah. could things would be looking way better, but they're not. And yeah, they have to go on the road at Texas. They still have to play Oklahoma State. They're just. 149 yeah. to nothing against Oklahoma. Still have wow, to play TCU. Yeah. And they still have to play, and I get it. They Oklahoma's not good, but but you still have to play. I mean, it's still Oklahoma. Like, yeah, I, I know they're not good, but like it's like Iowa playing like Wisconsin. Like let's say Wisconsin wasn't very good, which they kind of aren't, but it's it's still Wisconsin. Like so <laughs> 
they, they still Wisconsin. have some tough games. And yep. yeah, I mean, Iowa State, similar to Iowa, might not make it to a bowl game, but for Iowa State, that's I they, mean, for Iowa, that's pretty because it's like we brought back almost like like 17 guys. Like, no, yeah. we should be making to a bowl game. That's uncalled right. for. For Iowa State, it's more, well, you, you know, lost a lot, everybody. You, you, yeah, your best, arguably your best team in terms of, I know their record wasn't yeah. very good last year, but just on paper and Brock Purdy, you know, you lost some good guys yeah. from last year. Do they, then, do they play Oklahoma State this year too? They do. They play, I mean, that's what oh. I like about the Big 12. All the Big 12 teams play each. Team. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. and then I mean, God damn, what's his name? Um, running back from last year, uh, Brock, um, or God, what the oh, Brees name? Hall, Brees Hall. Um, man, he's doing so good for the Jets, by the way. Like, yeah, he's, he's putting up a lot, like good numbers, and so which you could see losing he's him. Stud. I mean, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like Michigan State oh. and Kenneth Walker. It's know? just hard. Yeah, it's hard to replace when you when you have such a, and that's why, like, if you're Iowa State. You know, when they had all those that great, you know, you know, on paper team, that's when you're disappointed, right? Not not this year, I don't yeah. think. You know, so but yeah. Crazy. Yeah. A lot of a lot of interesting games this weekend. Um did you see yeah, the slate no. for next weekend? I no, I haven't. Um good or bad. Very very good games. Starting yeah. off eleven AM Michigan State, Penn State, and then a two thirty game, Alabama at Tennessee. Ooh, That's and no Iowa that I have nope. to get stressed like stress about or sad it. about. Yeah. All right. Yep. I can just sit back. This would be perfect. Yep. Wow. So, yeah, it's going to be some good games on this weekend. I'm really excited for it. And then there's some other good games on, too, but those are like the two big games. Um, Iowa State nice. obviously plays Texas. So, yeah. Um, yeah, I'm looking forward to it. But, well, okay, well, that's it for this podcast. Obviously, we have a bye week, so we're probably going to take a bye week ourselves. So yeah. we're probably we'll not going to have out one this, week. this yeah. Wednesday. Um, so probably won't or see Or Sunday. A, yeah, or yeah. Sunday. So we'll probably be back. Um, about a week and a half. Week and a half. Probably, probably not this Wednesday, but the following one. We'll yeah. have a we'll, podcast out podcast for Thursday. Out. So Talk talk a little Ohio State, I guess, Iowa. Oh. Maybe by then, we'll, you know, <laughs> maybe there'll be some big news. Maybe not. We'll get into all that. Um, I will know. say we're great during bye weeks, right? Oh, wait. No. Yeah, no, uh, we we got off. We're, and we're actually think about we it. talked about that last year. Ohio State has a bye week too. So. They have a bye week and it's yeah, not not, not good. Well, so. I was telling you. Well, real quick, and to finish off, I, I made this comment last night, and I think you agreed with me. You almost wish that we played Ohio State this week, and we and were Illinois, preparing yeah. at a bye for for Illinois. No, yeah, I do because I hate, it, it I hate just, to say this, yeah. but I hate wasting a bye week on Ohio State. It's no. like the only the only thing is, I would say maybe injury wise getting some sure. players back but sure i mean Good there's point. no one that's injured right now that is gonna make He's gonna make, make or break up. yeah no. for, against ohio state Great. the only one i mean yeah maybe if um justin jacobs but he's out for the year but like let's say if he was right like right, yeah right. we might get Devonte vines back but what i mean he's not gonna what he's never guy. played yet yeah yeah so, so no, it's no. not that big of a we deal don't, so we don't throw to receivers anyway so yeah no kidding all, all right. right well that will be it for this uh, um we'll see you guys all um in about a week and a half uh stay positive hey, i guess change is a must right change is a must yep change is a must i don't know go hawks talk all to right. you later tyler have go a good night hawks, man See you. Later.